Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for episodes of April 26th through 30th. I'm not going to say it. Don't look at me. It was kind of a May week. Or no, now we're in May. Now we're in May. Okay. Did you see that they made a new meme? Someone made a new meme. It's not the Justin Timberlake. They took Britney's Oops, I Did It Again, where she said, it's just so typically me, and said it, it's just so typically May. Very cute. Except for, she doesn't say May in the song. No. I listened to the whole, like, or I didn't actually listen to it, but like I sang it in my head and I'm like, does she ever say it? Because like, there's only that one part of it's going to be me that Justin sounds like he's saying it's going to be May. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. But whatever. (laughs) Cool. Thanks for not saying it, but you said it. (laughs) Yeah. But I like seeing that things are evolving, I guess. Yeah. I thought it was an okay week because it moved stuff along. Oh, you're talking about the show. I was talking about the Britney after (laughs) Justin, but now we've had like 10 years of the Justin meme and now we have a new one. Yeah. But if we're going to talk about General Hospital, which is what we're here for, (laughs) first, we need to say hello to all our new fans that have been messaging us since seeing us on SoapCon Live. That's awesome. So if you missed it on Saturday, May 1st, they had the first ever SoapCon Live. You can actually just go to SoapConLive.com and see there were different panels. And of course, there was a General Hospital panel that featured Brad Mall, Jackie Zyman. Did I pronounce her name correctly? It was Zeman. Zeman. Ken Schreiner and Shell, what the heck is her name that played Dominique? 
Did you watch while Dominique was on? I don't think I did. Yes, I did. But I don't know her name now that you say that. So she was so pretty. She is so pretty. She is so pretty. Yes. But, but so they had a panel with Lucretia Lyon, who is one of the co-hosts from the JLG Media General Hospital Mini Spotlight that we were on. So yes, that was so much fun. Love them. I mean, Shell Danielson, you'd think that that would be an easier name to remember. Right. So Shell Danielson is who played Dominique. And it was just great. I didn't, I missed our promo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had people messaging us and stuff. So I'm so excited. Hi, welcome to Pier 54. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. We're a dental hospital themed podcast and we talk about all things GH, a little bit of pop culture and <laughs> whatever else whatever happens to pop comes in. To, we check laws. We <laughs> we fact check the show. And then we have <laughs> Are we scaring them off now? Maybe. Okay. But like, never mind, turn this off. Please stick with us. Yes. But also wanted to tell our consistent fans who have been here week after week with us the past two years, go check out SoapCon Live. It was the first one. You can watch it on the website. It's also on YouTube. There's a whole bunch of different places you can watch it. So look forward to seeing how they grow that and it sounds like a really fun time. Excited to be a 57 second part of <laughs> the first one yes. for a promo. So thank you. Awesome. And welcome. One thing that I did learn while watching it, and you know how we've talked about that each of us have taken different times where we just didn't watch for right. whatever reason. When we were talking about the fact that when Tony just came back as a ghost, we thought it was the first time he was working with Brad Mall. It was not? Nope. He was Lucas from 2004 until 2005. Tony died after he had left, but he had worked with Brad Mall oh. for like that year. Okay. But that was the year that my ex and I were separating. I was becoming a single mom. I was finishing up school. I don't remember if I'm the one that got the VCR in our separation. <laughs> So I didn't have the way to, you know, or I might have gone out and just bought a DVD player. So then I didn't have a VCR right. to set it up, record. And I was a 22-year-old single mom. I wasn't paying the extra whatever it was a month for the DVR. Heck no. So, but I've constantly said, maybe not constantly, but I've repeatedly said the one episode I remember coming back to, like one of the very first episodes when I started coming back to GH was Tony dying and it was a different Lucas. Yes. So I think that's where I was. I didn't think it was like Ryan Carnes had been on previously. Right. But they talked about it during the SoapCon Live. I don't know. So you must have been taking a break at that time too. Yeah, I was kind of spotty then. Yeah. So, well, that's when you were starting to pop out kids too. <laughs> yes. You know, things happen. We don't have the technology you people have today. Well, we have today too, but. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was so funny. And it was so funny because it, at least in my mind, so Ryan Carnes and I are like the same age and someone mentioned, you know, you worked with him as a child and now as an adult. Well, if he was on in 2004, that means he was 22. Right. He was not a child. No, but whatever. Whatever. Maybe they just meant younger. Yes. Younger actor. And now he's developed his skills even more. Yes. But they loved him. Oh, and it was even funnier that Jackie had no idea. She's like, I heard that they just replaced him. Aw. She's like, where's Ryan go? Do you know what happened to Ryan? Oh, that's so cute. So it's nice to know we're not the only ones in the dark as to why Ryan Carnes right. is not on the show. But we've also only seen the replacement, Matt Trudeau. Right. A few times. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he's just covering. But when Sam and Brooklyn were both announced as temporary recasts, he that one not. didn't say temporary. True. So I don't know. We will have to see. So then before we get back into this week's shows too, I have a little, and you can think on this and we can talk about it. We were tweeted at from Rushmore Lists. I think I have a new favorite thing to follow on Twitter. I don't do a lot on Twitter. 
but Rushmore Lists puts out different topics. And who would you have on Mount Rushmore under that topic? Oh my gosh. Yes. So, so on April 25th, Rushmore Lists posted Port Charles is the fictional location of the long running general hospital and has produced many memorable characters. Who is on the Mount Rushmore of GH characters? Action. And they first suggested Luke, Spencer, Sonny Corinthos, Anna Devane, and Jesse Brewer. Okay. Someone responded back, no Hardy? Oh, right. Yep. Oh, that's really hard. I know. <laughs> I don't like that. That's really hard. Somebody else suggested Edward Quartermain, Steve Hardy, Anna Devane, and Luke Spencer, but feels like Bobby should be there. I think if you have Luke, you're okay that you don't have Bobby. I feel like one per family is okay. Okay. Laura is not on that list and somebody said it and they're like, yeah, but we just thought that because Luke was on there, See? it automatically implies Laura. But newer fans who were kind of slowly coming up on a oh, decade of oh no Luke. Gosh. No, we're only six years in. It's only six years this year. I Is it? Yeah, 2015. Yeah, and I'm not ready for a world where people don't just automatically associate the two of them together. Right. <laughs> so don't do that. Mm-mm. But... And I, I understand the importance of Jesse Brewer and Phil Brewer in the entire campus. Right. But I feel like Steve Hardy is for yes. sure. Yes. Because he was the OG and he was on until the actor passed away. John right. Berardino. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that one. He needs to be on there. I don't know who else I'd put though. I know. I don't, yeah, I really don't know. That's not fair. Given the choice, but so, I mean, there's only four faces allowed. Right. I would actually probably pick Laura over Luke just because she is still covers, there now. but she covers so much. You know, she covers the Spencer. She has, she's covered the Webbers. I mean, you know, it's, she covers so many different little mm-hmm. things. We can't do like a men's version and a women's version. <laughs> we can. This like- is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> feel like I need more choices. I definitely agree with Anna. Do you? I do. I'm surprised at that. I do. Somebody else suggested Laura, Steve, Robert. Mm, no. So you would pick Anna over Robert? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm surprised at that with you. I feel like I don't know has, why, but for whatever reason, I mean, that I surprises love me. Robert more than I love Anna, mm-hmm. but I feel like she has been more of the storyline through the years. There are a couple people in here voting for Helena. Oh, no. But come on. You have to have a Cassidyne on there. And if you're going to do any Cassidyne, it has it to be Helena. Yeah. I guess so. Well, then there would be a good and evil one. Ooh. Okay. So we could do... Okay. So who's your guy Rushmore? Who's your... Okay. So Dr. Hardy, mm-hmm. we already said. Um, Sunny, definitely. Okay. But that's mixing good and bad. I was trying to do... I'm trying to do like four of them. Um, Sunny's not a villain, though. That's true. He's recovered when he first came on with, and as we've talked about, like his past and everything, but yeah, he has his business now, but right. Crap. I don't know. There you have to have Robert. Okay. And Luke. Mm, see, I was trying to not just like match them with the female side of it. Oh, so that's the opposite now, would be on your female. Right. Okay. Well, no. if I can do that, then well, who sure. would be on your female then? Because would you put Audrey? Yeah. Really? Yes. She has not been on in forever. I mean, and but the same thing as it doesn't matter. She has played a major part in a lot of the storylines and been there forever. See, I would do Monica. Okay. Lila. See, I wouldn't do both of those. Laura and Carly. Hmm. Who's on your evil? And it could be mixed. It doesn't have to be. Okay. No, because I don't want to put Cyrus on there. But right now I feel like he's going to be a good enough 
player that he could be on it. If we're doing from then till now. So it would be Helena. It can be anybody. So any, any evil person, any evil person. So Helena, obviously, cause she is crazy. Jerry Jacks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I would put Cyrus on there just cause he's so, ugh. I don't know who my fourth would be. Who are yours? For evil? Mm-hmm. We all know I love Faith Roscoe. So she would totally be on there. She's evil enough? Really? Okay. She was a nemesis of Sonny's. Okay. So yes, okay. I would say that she okay. was totally Jerry Jacks, okay. Helena. How about Ryan? Ooh, yeah. But then how do you distinguish that it's Ryan versus Kevin? <laughs> because it says evil. It says evil. <laughs> yes. Okay. It'll just be his hand. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's our answer to Rushmore List's <laughs> Twitter question of who would you have on that was the generals. I feel like that would change. I loved all the time. it. I loved it. I was like, this is and I thought that this was the perfect week for us to discuss it because I don't feel like there was a lot of storyline for us to discuss. Right. So we can just totally talk about this. Okay, there you go. So just go to Rush it's at Rushmore Lists on Twitter. It was from April twenty fifth. Share your opinion. Make sure to tag us in the answer too, because we want to know. Yeah. So all right. Where do you want to get started on this week's shows now that I've given your brain like a... Right. Now my brain's fried. I just can't. <clears throat> Those two alone took up almost a third of my one page of notes. And it's not even like two thirds full. It's like two thirds of single sentences with two spaces in between. Wow. All I'm going to talk about is my favorite, which is Liesl and Scott. <laughs> Go for it. They're so cute. He like grabbed her in the elevator and then the door shut. And then whenever he came to Britt's office to pick her up, she's like, why are you here? Yep. And then they made little googly eyes at each I other. Know. And then Laura saw them, or maybe that was before that even Laura saw them. And she was like, Scotty. And he was like, sorry, we're hooking up. But I loved Laura's response to it. She was just like, you sure? <laughs> okay. All right. I, she, I'm just, you know what you're doing. Yeah. I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever she needed somewhere to stay, to be protected from whatever's going on with Brit, he was like, sure, you can stay with me. I just thought that was an excuse. She wanted to come over. Yep. So cute. And she was totally loving him tearing apart Peter. Yes. Loved it. Yes. The only thing I didn't like was three days ago, Ken Triner said on Twitter, in response to General Hospital shared Scott's visceral reaction to Peter certainly got a rise out of Liesl, Ken retweeted it and said he could be being duped. With, he could be, be being duped would not be the first time for Scotty. Oh, no. We don't want it this to be a dupe. We no. want this to be the real. No, I refuse to accept that. I know. It, it can't be. If, in my opinion, I don't feel like he would tweet out a plot twist right. like that. So what would their ship name be? Oh, jeez. Liot? Skeezel? <laughs> I don't like Skeezel. Skeezel? Sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Bobrecht? Bo- Balbrecht? That would be okay. Balbrecht? Yeah. Baldwin? Obrecht? Yeah. Balbrecht? Uh, that's okay. Okay, we're good with that one? All right. So what did you love? Hey, I know I took the best one, so that's why you shouldn't let me go first, because that was the best all week. Um, I loved Finn. We should do that. What's your favorite and your least favorite? There I like go. that. See, we never actually really consistently, like you haven't given out a gold star in a while. I'm sorry. So I guess I have two loves. Can I have two loves? Sure. Okay. First love is just real sweet. Finn kissed Chase head on, on the head. That was sweet because even a brother would do that. Like <laughs> you just love Finn. But I ahead. do. But the other one, 
was Ava telling Carly she does not need rescuing. I'm here to give you help. Yes. Oh, yes. And when she's like, listen, you need to just like seriously shut up right now because it's about Avery. Right. And Carly instantly was like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, I like either one of them there. would not do a thing for that girl. Right. So I was there for it. I, I liked it. I think that they're going to. I like how all the women are teaming up and mm-hmm. are going to be the ones that take him down. Yes. I like that Britt knows how to have a phone call that's cryptic in public. Yes. She Perfect. should teach everyone else. Yes. And she needs to listen to Liz a little bit because Liz is like, okay, there is something going on. Right. Have you not noticed that everyone is new? Right. And she's like, they don't clear HR through us. But wasn't she, I felt like Liz was trying to suggest, don't you think that someone could be after Jason? Right. Not, because when she said, do you think one guard from Pentonville is really enough? Right. Like, why didn't that register with Britt that, oh my gosh, one of these new people could be someone bad? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And she was too obvious trying to get Liz gone so that they could break Jason out. Yeah. But I do feel like it was genuine that she was like, seriously, take the day off with pay. You need. Right. Because she knows Liz is working also like to keep her mind busy, but also the financial reasons. Right. So I I thought that that was really, I thought that was genuinely kind. It wasn't just fine. Take the day. It was genuinely kind that she said with pay, but she wanted her out of there so that she wouldn't see the whole Jason stuff. And just the way that she said it, the fact that she's going to go have a drink somewhere and Liz happens to be off, like. To me, those are even more red flags than yeah. if they were around for it. Like, True. You're planning a little too much now. True. Yes. And I think it's stupid that they're breaking him out because Jason knows what he's doing and he said no. And then Carly whined and complained and Britt agreed. And now we're going to do it. That's not like Jason. No. I don't like if they're going to change his character to just be dumb because Carly said so. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. He would have argued with Sonny and said, this doesn't make any sense. But she made her puppy dog eyes and said, can't you just listen to me? Wouldn't you do anything for me? And he was like, yeah, I'll do anything. Let me do something really stupid. Ooh, but Brit shutting him down too. Yes. I liked it. Yeah. Sam never did that. No. Not in that way. Right. I mean, they definitely had their arguments and their difference of opinions and everything. But the way that Britt just grabbed control of it and was like, no. Right. We're having a conversation. This is not part of you. I did like that Sam wasn't stupid, though, because she said to him, there's something going on. And then once he said, yeah, you don't want to know about it. She was like, "Okay, you're right. I'll step back. Yeah. But thank you for not acting like you had no idea what was going on here because... Right. You're not that dumb after being with him for all those years. Not that dumb. No, no. And thankfully she did bring Danny to come see him. Yes. So that was nice. That was nice. I didn't get, I understand why Cam went to see him, but it just felt kind of meh to yeah. me. I was just like, okay, Cam's mad at Jason again. So I think they were just trying to make it realistic because if you were in the hospital and someone was mad at you, they would go visit you to yell at you. Although when he asked Liz about it, her first answer should have just been, I can't tell you who's in the hospital. Right. There's these things called HIPAA laws. I can't discuss that with you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the way that they're spinning Cam out because he's just arguing with everyone all the time lately. He's hurt though. He is hurt. But although Trina kind of was trying to reason with Joss. But I wish she would have just told her. I know. He has your diary. Okay. But what? What is he so mad about? If you've told that much information, tell the rest of it. Right. Oh, I've been on the, I've been Joss in that situation. I'm like, no, 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 no. You felt that it was enough for you to kind of light the fuse. Right. You know, finish it off. You don't get to just say, but it's not my place. Yeah. No. Right. If you you want to burst my world. 
Right. If you're going to start the conversation, you have to finish it. Right. It's just it. Exactly. Yeah. Not much else to really agree on. Or, <laughs> but Joss and Trina were on a road trip to go pick up Jax. Mm-hmm. And Trina walked into the Tano. And no one was there. No, because they, they just walked, walked around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that she finds him. Me too. I'm tired of this storyline dragging out. I really hope they don't make it so that she doesn't see him because then they're totally going to have Or that him. Nina's going to get there just in time yeah. to stop Mike. and Exactly. Because then the storyline is definitely going to be that Nina and Mike hook up and I don't want that. Mm-mm. Maybe it'll be that Joss and Jax go with her to get Trina. Oh, there you go. And then they see... And it's the three of them. Maybe. Because. I don't see Nina saying that though. I mean, that would make sense. I can just take you to her, but I don't yeah. see her saying that because that's more of a chance that someone's going to see him. Yeah. But, oh, he does have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't like what they're doing to Phyllis with making her all. She just butts into everyone's business to me, too much. Yeah. Mr. Jacks. Right. Let her go and stuff. No. Nina's a big girl. She can figure out her own stuff. And I just don't feel like that's It's just been genuine. like the past two weeks that she's been right. like, like this. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's how she would be. The way that they first portrayed her whenever she came in to talk about Nina's baby and how bad she mm-hmm. felt and whatever. Yes, protective, but not enough to tell another grown person what they can and can't do. Right. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like we're just like stuck in that spot where hopefully everything's going to get resolved soon. Right. But, like, nothing's happening right now. Right. And then Elijah putting doubts in Lenny's mind about, mm-hmm. oh, all this trouble's coming just because Mike's here. Also because you've been here, dude. Exactly. Like, two things are lining up at the same time here. Right. I hope that Lenny's smart enough to say, oh, okay, you're pointing the finger. I think it's because of you, not right to say something to Mike. I think that's all you can say I was going to say, that. I'm like, I think that's it on <laughs> all, all of that. that. But I guess we could segue into when we were talking about... Olivia went to the grave site. She was going to visit Mike. Yes. The real Mike. Right. I forgot about Olivia lying about Leo mm-hmm. being alive or not. Thank you, Brooklyn, for reminding us. Yes. Yes. I like her going to Tracy for help. <laughs> and no one would help her. She's just like screaming. Help And me. trying to have to remind Lord Larry Ashton who right. she even is. <laughs> Your granddaughter. Granddaughter. It sounded like they had a bad reception there, though, too. I don't know where he was. No. <laughs> I think he's just that. He is that self-absorbed. Yes. He is definitely. She was pretty bold going to Maxie and just being like, bam, here's my fake stomach. And Maxie didn't get it at first. No. No, here, feel this. (laughs) I did like that, though, because not for nothing. I mean, we know that it's a fake. I don't know. It's in that totally, moment, that's yeah. not where your mind would go. So, yeah, he would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. I didn't write down Maxie's line, but I liked Whatever she said to her about going to Crazy Town or... Oh, I didn't write it down either. It was so good. I, sh- I meant to and I did not go back, but it was cute. She would get my gold star for the for the week for that line. Maxie. Because, yeah. Because she just kind of called her out on like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I did like that she was at first trying to say no. Yeah. You know, like, she we're wasn't just friends. like, hey, this is a great idea. Sure, let's go for it. She's like, no, it's my baby. Exactly. But- exactly. But Brooklyn brought up a good point. She did take care of Leo. It's not like yep. she's incapable. Yep. She was good with him. So she can handle Maxie's baby. And the point of Valentine is the person to protect the baby. I hadn't even thought of that. I didn't either. It, so like she's like, actually going to tell him. Yeah, that was good. But do you think, like, how's Brooklyn going to tell him? I don't think she'll tell him until after all the ELQ stuff is 
signed over. Okay. Or maybe she's not planning on telling him. Maybe she's just saying, if that's our kid, he's going to protect it to the hundredth degree. So you don't have to worry that Peter will get I was definitely it. under the impression that she was going to let Valentine in on the secret so that he was extra protective of keeping it away from Peter. Keeping her away from Peter. I don't know. I don't know that that's necessarily what they were saying. I feel like it was just the point of Valentine's already said Peter is to stay away from him and his family. So he's going to have extra guards in place no matter what. Okay. True. True, true, true. I mean, I think she will tell him, obviously, eventually. But, I mean, they don't know how long Peter's going to be around. If he doesn't get convicted, this could go on for years that they have to. It sounded to me like Maxie was talking about, you're taking my child indefinitely. And that's why it's such a big deal. It's not like a two-week swap. But do you really think that Brooklyn would let Valentine think that the baby's his for years? I feel like that'll be part of the storyline, is seeing him fall in love with the baby and her figuring out how she's going to break it to him. Oh my God, you're going to cry. <laughs> I don't want that go. to happen. I feel like that's what it's going to be. Is like once he but starts showing such a good dad. emotions, she's going to be like, yeah, I have to tell you before you fall more in love. He'll get it though. I think, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be crazy and, and want to kill her. But I think at the end of the day, I think he'll, right. That's why part of me thinks that she'll actually tell him sooner rather than later because I don't think that he would say she no. It's her ELQ stock, though. It's not a totally selfless act that she's doing this for Maxie. True. I don't think he's, she's going to tell him for a while. We'll see. We will see. But I liked that whole scene, just the way that yeah. it all went out. Like, the whole conversation was great. Great, great, great. And I don't trust Peter trying to have nurses there because uh-uh. they're going to be his spies. Yep. No. I like that she said, I think I figured it out. Do you think she's going to have Brooklyn move in? Maybe she should just go stay at the Quartermain Mansion because they have all the nannies. They do have nannies. <laughs> And all the extra rooms. And Georgie and James can just play with James and Wiley. Leo and Wiley, yeah. And Leo and Georgie yeah. can play. Yeah. There you go. Let's move Maxie into the mansion and we're done. Olivia is very concerned about her. Maybe that's the answer. Very. She's very concerned. That would be great. I like that she went to Dante and didn't try to handle it herself. Right. But then Peter's going to be like, why are you moving into the quarter mains? That doesn't make any sense. Because it's the quarter mains. They just take in everybody. Everybody. If you don't live at Kelly's, you live at the quarter mains. It's just how it goes. Exactly. Exactly. I would be okay with that. That would make sense. She'd get all the help she needs. Mm-hmm. And she'd be in a house with doctors. Yeah. Hello. Right? Wait, all right. One doctor. And she's a cardiologist. But I think that she can handle. Monica delivered. Yeah. Leslie's baby. She can handle. Leslie delivered AJ. Never mind. I'm sure Monica, Monica didn't deliver. No, Monica has delivered a baby at some point in time, though. I'm sure. Even if we don't know about it. She might. I don't know. So there you go. We just solved all that. She'll move into the quarter mains. So Olivia asked Dante for help, and then Dante went to Sam for help, and they wound up holding hands. Ugh. And I almost threw up. And we're just going to go back to, if your sister's sister almost had your father's baby, you shouldn't <laughs> date her. <laughs> I'm, we're just going to keep reminding. <laughs> That's me, the title. <laughs> How? Ooh, I also thought it was funny that then Olivia walked up and was like, what's going on between you and Sam? But didn't she just have a conversation somewhat recently that made it yeah. sound like that was fine with her? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm don't so confused. It. I'm okay if they drop it and they just have them be good friends. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they don't need to be. Ugh, no. We complained a lot today. I'm sorry. I don't mean to complain. No, maybe just, we didn't because we were loving Ava and Carly and Laura and, oh, and the dinner party. Yes, How's I this going to go? I love that Ava's like, 
oh yeah laura will be there she yeah. already agreed and laura gets the look like wait I did, what did i just agree to that don't don't do well that. now you did you're making me make this phone call so therefore now you just agreed to everything i said on it that was funny i'm excited for it mm-hmm. i want to know how the, like what's gonna happen yeah i don't know don't you know it'll be good it's gonna be good i can't wait i think the only thing we have left is alexis well and we the, can cover three things with her well the fact that chase is okay did you cry during chase's seizure I mean, I don't, I don't know what we're doing with this. I did not cry during his seizure. Oh yeah, that's actually my first thing. Sorry. If she's gonna be, if Willow's gonna break up with him, she needs to not be offering him a robe or say I can help him in his robe. Yes. No. Yes, I was a hundred percent with you for that. I am okay with her just Mm -hmm. being by his bedside and when he's better or in a more stable place, crushing his heart. But you, you can't do Uh -uh. that and then go outside and tell Michael that you love him. Right. This is what I was saying. I don't like what they're doing to her because it's like they're changing. Mm, okay. I agree. I agree. I mean, you it have- was really nice of Michael to go get them both takeout though, like Chase and Willow takeout. Yes. He's a good guy. I like Michael. I do too. Okay. Well, sometimes it doesn't sound like you do. I just don't think he should be with Willow. See, I liked their scene though. As much as she shouldn't be playing both sides, but I understand why she has to in this moment. I felt not like the rope. That was a heartfelt conversation between the two of them for her. But the rope was super sexy. The rope was super sexy. And whenever he got done having his sponge bath, she was like, well, someone just had some pampering and that was kind of like a tinge of jealousy. Like, why was that hot nurse giving you a sponge bath? Right. I didn't like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, let the nurse put the robe on him. That's her job. But it did just give us more time with him with no shirt on. So I can't really object. But oh, I would be like, I just don't know how these tie things go together. You'll have to just lay there the naked. Front the <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. I liked that Liz was paying attention and yes. noticed like that was not a normal medicine that came from Anna. And Flint, Flint, Flint. Finn <laughs> flipped out on yes. her. Yeah. He was like, mind your business. I, you just don't know what was going on. There was a lot of activity in the room. And yeah. she was like, no. no. Anna walked in. Yeah. I know what I saw. Gave you a vial. Put something in there without like announcing it to the room the way you do every other medication. What's going on? Right. And it didn't look like he emptied that whole container. Because my first note was, why didn't he take what was left in the container and have it replicated yeah and then he said to anna i had to use the whole vial what if i need more i can't make it and i was like okay well you just answered my question but it did not look like you would actually finish the bottle so i don't know i don't know either but i just wondered if you got very upset whenever he was oh no we're gonna lose him but we didn't so i didn't i wasn't even worried right like when it happened i was like they're not gonna kill him right now yeah like that's not Anna's going to make it just in time, like always. So I hope he doesn't need a second dose, though, because that's going to make me mad. Yeah. I did, like, she's really taking ownership. Of- yes. Yeah. Because Finn thanked her and she was like, nope, don't nope, even start. Don't, yep. And I mean, we talked about this. It's yeah. not entirely her fault, but there is a huge part of things that she has put into motion is why we are here. Right. And it was only normal that she would do whatever she had to do to get the antidote to fix him. Right. So right. cure him, whatever. So... I just wonder what's going on with these hallucinations. Yeah. Oh, cause then I almost got, I got really upset when he's like, but we got married and like 
all that to Willow, like that was upsetting. Cause I'm like, he's going to be hallucinating all this stuff. And then, but then he seemed to not be after he got the medicine. Right. So hopefully, hopefully it stays. It was just a temporary. But then later on he said, I have the rest of my life to be waking up to you. Yeah. So is that hallucinating or is that not hallucinating? Who knows? I'm hoping it was not hallucinating. And that was what led her to the conversation with Michael of, he still thinks it's going to be okay. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm glad that they at least finally cured him. And that's why there better not need to be a second dose because I'm done with that whole storyline too. It's only been like a week. I don't care. But still done with it. My head is all better. What were you doing? It's part of my reality check. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so yeah, now I think all that we have left was the other best thing that happened. Alexis told Nicholas to knock it off. Yeah. Stop helping her. She's there to... Yep. I liked her conversation with Valentine. That yes. was very honest and he was trying to be helpful. And then Sam went and visited. She had a very busy week. She did. That's what I thought was weird was the guard said to Valentine, and I don't know how visitation in jail works, but she said to Valent, the guard said to Valentine, like, okay, time's up and tapped her wrist. But then we had two other visitors after that. Like maybe they were only allowed like 10 minutes each. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just saying that seemed weird to me. Like, I feel like you only get X amount of time. It doesn't matter if it's one visitor or six oh, right. visitors. So if there's three people waiting to see you, then you have to split up that but half the other hour. two weren't there yet. Oh, yeah. He called Sam and said, your mom wants to see you right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that wouldn't... I mean, if they split the time up, I guess so. But if she only had from one to two by the time that Sam got there... Her the, time would be up. Yeah, because she had to drive there. If you know how visitation at jail works, can you let us know? All of our correctional officers are going to be like, here you go. Maybe it's different in different jails, though, also. So Could I be. don't know. Pettenville's maximum security, right? Yes. Okay. So how does it work there? Right. Thank you. That's what we need. But the highlight. <sighs> so good. Let's it was so good. Sean coming to the library. Well, that's the thing. Alexis got reassigned mm -hmm. to the library. Mm -hmm. And her friend told her that might not be a good thing. Right. Because... It's Tell obvious me. that she's going to have connections. Right. But Alexis giving her books and is like, here, yes. this will help you with your parole. That was awesome. And then she turns around and is like, Sean. And they actually admitted that they had history and like basically oh, did wait. our job. But the us. first thing she said, how are you in the women's wing? Yes. So we now have that answer that they are separated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only the women have a library. I think he said they had better books. Why? I don't know. Maybe women do more reading. I would think you could just like interchange them out but uh, who knows i don't know i don't know how i like that i mean that's not that feels very not, sexist to I'm me not saying like why fair. are we not getting the guys some good books huh I'm not saying it's fair. maybe more of them will get i'm all about rehab or rehabilitation like i bet it is sexist though i bet that the gym like the workout room and the men's probably. side is better than the girl's side probably <sighs> all right that could take us i was gonna say i'm like gender equality in jail yeah. is a whole other conversation <laughs> Although they did not address the elephant in the room that we talked about during Sean, the end of our recap of Sean last week on Thursday's episode, when we talked about him, that they're both in jail for basically doing the same thing, except he didn't do it. Right. And she, okay, in fairness, he did attempt to kill Franco once. Right. But. Yes. The punishment has been harder. Stay, I think that's going to stay on the Molly and TJ side, not on their side, because what can they really do about it? Right. Well, they're in-laws. As yes. she mentioned, that was awesome. I so loved. Yep. They talked about their relationship, like hit on the fact they had a relationship. He's not an easy man to get over. Yes. <laughs> he kind of looked at her with like the flirty eyes. Yep. And 
Then they mentioned being in-laws and it was like a normal conversation that you feel like someone that hasn't seen each other in forever would have. Yep. Without being too much. And we learned that Sean's gotten a business degree. Yes. He's been behind bars because he started a support group for inmates with PTSD. Yes. Which is amazing because again, if, if you didn't listen to our 411 about Sean Butler, do yourself a favor and go back and listen to it. It was last Thursday's episode. Mm-hmm. What day was that? April 29th. Go back and listen to it because Sean, the only thing I didn't like was he didn't bring up his science degree because he used to be a science teacher. Right. So he has a teaching degree. It's not like he went from being a thug to behind bars. Right. He was a science teacher and then a Marine. Yeah, he's done a lot. Had PTSD, wound up at one point working for Sunny and now is in jail. But it's not the stereotypical what you would think Right. He's in there for. But on that note, real quick, we did have a really good... Yeah, so I'm just really excited to see... We talked about this. We're excited that they're actually bringing in Pentonville into the storyline and everything, and that we're actually able to, you know... See the characters that we thought they were going to make us forget. Yep. So, Peace Mazalis, so apologize if I just butchered your name, sent us a note saying, Hey, ladies, I listen to your podcast all the time. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You always do a wonderful job talking about the show. Again, thank you so much. As a relatively new F- GH fan, your 411s are very insightful. Yes. I love That's it. That's why we do it. Yes. I was listening to your most recent show, and I know that the TJ Molly was a difficult subject to approach. In my experience, talking about these things with an honest heart and coming from a place of wanting to understand is always helpful. You did a great and tactful job, and I wanted you to both know my appreciation. Keep it up. Thank you. Yes. Sincerely, thank you. Because we were scared that maybe we wouldn't come off the way that we meant it. Yes. So the fact that that is how that came across and that it was received that way, we're most appreciative. You know, we want to do the right thing. We want to say the right thing. You know, we're excited to see what we learn through that, you know, and hopefully they shed light on the fact that Sean was not treated equally as Alexis. Right. And that he did have, you know, a quote, good career and everything. And he served our country and everything. And we need to be taking care of our vets. There is so much that yeah they could be covering with his, like that whole story alone, right. you know, and I hope that Sean stays, you know, I hope that this isn't just a quick hi no, bye, no, you know, no, 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 he I really, I want him to stay and I want this to be right. I want this to be life-changing. Is that the right term? I right. don't know. Like I'm talking about like my life changing, like yeah, that, you know, like similar to how we talked about stone with AIDS, like they really brought a lot of awareness and education to that storyline about yes. HIV. Please do the same thing here. Yep. A hundred percent. So it's kind of a bummer not seeing TJ and Molly this week, but I feel like they're going to flip flop them back and forth. I know get one or but, the other, but when you give us that big of a yeah thing, I'm like, no, let's get back to it. You know, let's keep the ball rolling, but maybe next week they'll have Molly go visit Alexis. Okay. And then show TJ going to visit Sean. Okay. And they can talk about it then. Okay. And that will like bridge the connection that we're talking about from the inside to the outside. Yeah. Of getting it all together. Okay. There you go. Cool. <laughs> However you writers need to write it. That's how it yes. has to go. Thanks. But that's how we want it. Yeah. No, but I I really am. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, it's, I thought it was a very oddly, crap, I'm going to cry. I thought it was a very oddly timed that it came out last week in light of everything that was going on. Yeah. I'm like, they could not have known. Right. That we were going to get the news that we got last week. And I think that it just maybe was a little bit more powerful. Just. Yes. The writers could not have known that. No. So. No. Okay. 
not gonna. I love that you're crying. You're so cute. I don't like when people are mistreated just because of who they are. Yeah. Just because you look a certain way or act a certain way or yeah. Yep. That's another thing. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So yay. Okay. I guess we could just go right into reality check off of that. (laughs) Are you done with? Yes. There's nothing else. I think we covered it all. Oh, reality check. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, no, I love it. I love that you're so passionate about it. I love it. Thanks. So what's your reality check? So my hip hurts because yesterday I did a spin class on, so if you're from Pittsburgh or familiar with Pittsburgh and you know what Mount Washington is on Pittsburgh, it's basically like this, it's a mountain (laughs) that overlooks the city and there's the overlooks and there's like three little pop out things that like you can actually stand on everything. Yeah. A friend of mine's daughter has a spin club and she takes it on the road. And so she had it spin on Mount Washington at 10 a.m. yesterday morning. And it was the second spin class I've ever done in my entire life. And the last one was 10 years ago. Wow. And I haven't even been doing my yoga for like the past two weeks. You're ambitious. I saw your pictures and it was My so leg beautiful. and my bum hurt so much. <laughs> I think that next time I do have to wear my hip brace though. Uh-huh. Because, or my hip stabilizer or whatever. Because my hip, my left hip pops out of its socket. Okay. Every now and again. It's really not fun. But the up and down and everything yeah. kind of aggravated it a little bit today. But it was. It was a lot of fun. And I definitely feel my uh lack of exercise <laughs> effects. I mean, good for you for even trying it. Because I feel like I would have just died. I did not. Do you know what I like the best about it is that she's the type of teacher that I did not feel bad when everyone else is standing and, you know, doing the stuff I was sitting, not for every single one of them, mm-hmm. but there were times that, I mean, there were, she does Tabata style. So like 20 seconds on 20 seconds or 20 seconds up, 20 seconds down. Okay. Whatever. There was one set of Tabata. I just sat the whole time in quote recovery. And then maybe on the next one, I only did like one okay. hill or something. And I felt okay. Like I didn't feel out of place doing it. Oh, nice. Which, you know, like sometimes you yeah. get these classes and you're like, Right. The pressure to keep up and you get done and you're like, oh my gosh. Nope. She was totally encouraging the whole way. It was. Oh, that's awesome. She's like, listen, if you just sit, you showed up. Nice. And I loved it. I I really did. And she's going to do it again next month and I'm going to do it again. Wow. She's done it at the zoo. Oh. She just like does it like really random places. So it's been fun. fun. That's fun. And Friday I got the best email that film camp that my daughter goes to. Yeah. That was 100% virtual last year. Yeah. And was supposed to be 100% virtual this year. Yeah. Opened up a hybrid in person. (gasps) So they have an in-person option this year. That's awesome. And she's totally going. Oh, heck yeah. When I told her, like I kept sending emails. I was like, so this is 100% in person. It's just an in-person option, right? Like it's not morning in person, afternoon online. They're like, no, it's they're going to have it online because people travel to Pittsburgh to take part of this right. camp from like tons of states. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's going to have an in-person option. So Yay! I was just over the moon. Yeah. Just, so yeah. I'm so happy for her because she does so amazing with and that camp. And when I told her, I was like, so would you go if you could go in person? She goes, yes, that's where I belong. Aww. I was just like, yay. She's so cute. She is. I love it. My son turned 19 this week. Oh my God. It's been the longest week. Stop. 19. Stop. Oh, just stop. I can't. I'm not ready for that. Oh my gosh. 
He's like a man, man. Well, and I kind of lost it on his birthday because I always wake up and make breakfast, but he typically works Tuesday nights. So, and my daughter has her social skills group on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. He works Monday, Tuesday nights. So we had talked about it and I said, you know, we let her stay home if there's absolutely no other option. Like if there's something out of our control, I was like, do you mind if we celebrate your birthday Thursday night that way? Right. She doesn't miss her night. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Cause, and then he's like, I can work. I'm like, yeah, welcome to being an adult. You work on your birthday. Right. Well, Tuesday afternoon, get a phone call from the school. Someone that she was in close contact with tested positive. So therefore, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, she was going to be home learning remotely. Mm. Called the social skills group. Yeah, she can't. She had to stay home. Right. I had my son call his boss, but they didn't reply. And I and I was like, listen, I was like, go because she had already been several days since exposure. Right. And she was presenting no. Right. They wouldn't have made him anyway. But Somehow ex- it doesn't work that but way. Exactly. Yeah. But so he still went and I said, here's the thing. I said, if you try to call off now, they're just going to think that you're doing it because it's your birthday. Right. And so, I mean, he wound up working. He didn't have a late shift that night, but you so lost it. I lost it that morning because I didn't wake up to make him breakfast because something happened Monday night. I think I was up like really late or I couldn't sleep or something, but I didn't wake up to make him breakfast. And then I just kept crying. Because I was like, this is going to be your, I'm like, this is your last breakfast that you're going to be home for because next year you're in college. And it hadn't occurred to me until that morning. So I just started crying and, but I was laughing at myself crying, right? Like how I've done on our podcast several times. Yes. I was laughing at myself. He's like, are you, I was like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Cause I was fine. Yeah. Until that hit me. And then I was like, and your boy present's not going to be here till tomorrow. I mean, he has had <laughs> presents show up late. <laughs> right. You know, right. I mean, it's, but everything. And then, so everyone went to school, work, whatever. And I just, I was bawling for like two hours. Like I took my nice hot shower to cry it out and everything. And I was Aww. just like, I don't know where it came from. I really don't. But so I think it was the realization that it really could have been the last birthday that he spends yeah. at home. So I don't know. Yeah. But he could be home because his birthday is April 27th. So he could be home depending on when the school gets right out for summer. So, right. You don't know. I don't know. But it was just that realization that, yeah. It's hard. The first birthday is hard. Last year was my first birthday away from Matt because of COVID. He had just moved in with their dad. Yeah. And he always came home, like he came home for Christmas and stayed the night so that I had him for the day. And so the plan originally would have been that he was going to sleep over for his birthday. Right. But because that was right whenever all the COVID stuff was going on, I did not get to see him at all. And I was like, oh my God. So. Well, maybe I'll need, well, yeah, I'll be crying to you next year. That's fine. You can do that. Prepare. I will be ready. Okay. <laughs> so what about you? <laughs> Mine was what we've been talking about, I swear, for weeks now. It was Madeline's communion on Sunday. Happened. And she didn't high five the priest. She didn't high five the it. priest. Oh, it was funny. Not to make fun. Did somebody? Not to make, no. Not okay. to make fun of other people, but. I promise I am not making fun of Catholicism. It was a funny video. No, that, that was a funny video. No, yes. no, but not to make fun of anyone, but you're always thinking that like you're going to be the family that messes up. Uh-huh. And especially because my ex and I aren't together. Like I go to the stuff. I try to relay the information, but you don't know if he's relayed the information to other people. Right. And, um, we got there and I had reserved two pews and the church took it upon themselves to decide that we could all fit in one pew. So it's a little uncomfortable sometimes sitting with you 
your ex to begin with, but we were all smushed in there. Like my whole family, his whole family in one pew. So when it was time for I'm the kids- I'm surprised they didn't have you separated by households. No, it was all just under Madeline and we all together. Well, because that's why Queen the queen had to sit by herself at Prince Philip's funeral because it was by household. Oh, yeah, no, the church- I mean, you had to wear a mask and all that stuff. So you were, you can yeah. be closer, whatever. Anyway, they usually do that. The child goes up and their whole pew goes up. Okay. To get communion. But because of COVID. So the kids all sit together. That is how they used to okay. do it. Okay. So, so at some churches, the kids would all sit together. And so the pew of kids would go and other churches, the kid sits on the end of the pew. And so when the kid goes, the whole family goes, well, this year, okay. because of COVID, the kids sat on the end and they were just doing the kids first and then coming back and having the families go. And so the very first family hadn't gone to rehearsal. And so they stood up and went. And so then Madeline's looking back at me like, I'm supposed to go. She was the third kid. I'm supposed to go like after this kid, but this kid's not going because this whole family family's going. And I was like, just stand there. Just stand there. You're good. Just wait one second. Okay, now go ahead. And so oh, I was stinks that they were the first family. So they didn't even know they oh, were going off. I feel bad for that. I feel bad for them because they were going off of what they had done with their previous children. Right. That's the way that it went. But I was happy that I was not the one that messed it up and that Madeline was, you know, paying attention enough that she was like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, no, just stand there. You're good. So anyway, she went and then the other kids went and then we all got to go and... She did, she did good and I feel like she looked adorable and so. She looked beautiful. Thank you. And it was just a good day. It's one of those days where you're happy that you can get along with your ex because again, there was a time that I don't know that I could have sat in the pew with him and his right. new wife and all of that. And it really was like my whole family and his whole family sitting there together. Everyone just about Madeline. And then we went back to my mom's house and had some cake. And, and it's not um, always like that for you, but it's nice that that can be yes. put aside for right situations. Exactly. So, um, her, her, sorry, I didn't mean to like just break, but I'm no, like, I know that that's not, yeah, it's it, sometimes it's difficult. So it was nice that we could all be together and like that she felt that love of everyone was there for her. And then we did cake and his mom came to my mom's house for cake. He didn't come, but she just like, you know, she had the whole experience and we did the cute pictures and all that kind of stuff. And it was everything that I wanted it to be. Good. So that was that. And then, yeah, I have nothing exciting happening to me this week. It's always about the kids, but um, Megan was excited because she got a promotion in ROTC because she's in it now with Emily. I think we mentioned that before. And so now she's a higher rank than Emily, which does not have Emily being happy, but Megan is very, very proud. And I'm proud of her for the work that she's done. Absolutely. That's in just the not, first year. It wasn't so. handed to her. It you wasn't. You have to work hard it for wasn't. those roles. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very impressed at all the stuff that she does at 15 because I did not do any of that stuff and wouldn't have. So gives me hope for the future. <laughs> Yay. So yeah, that's it. Speaking of the future, join us on Thursday as we talk to our youngest band spotlight. Yes. Little He's six-year-old so Max. So Got cute. a little Whitney Houston going on in my head. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> Max is a... He's already a super fan. Oh, yeah. This kid knows his stuff. He does. He really does. But so join us on Thursday as we talk with Max about General Hospital. So cute. It was so cute. It was so cute. And if you want to be featured as one of our fan spotlights, we would love to talk to you. But until then, join us on Thursday as we talk with Max. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, 
just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.